Yo, peace and love, family. It's the Hood Psychologist. I'm back at it again with the legendary Nia Queen, and this is what's good with you. We are back. This is April now, so we're back yeah. for another episode, and we have a very special guest today, mm-hmm. Mo Thorough, singer, songwriter, rapper, producer, entrepreneur, just all, all around all that, great all that, man. All that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Mo since he was. 17 years old? Oh, so y'all old? go yeah. way back. Y'all, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know. Hey, this, days. Yeah, this is Hampton family right here. You want to uh, say something to the people? Introduce yourself? Yeah, man. Uh, man, I, first of all, thank y'all for having me. For oh, real. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah, like Nia said, you go back. Uh, yeah. To bots. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like 2014, 2015 yeah. days. Um, when you had the flat top. Flat top with, oh, yeah. with the blonde, with the blonde patch at the top. You had to have a blonde in there. You, you had to have a blonde. Like, you wasn't doing it right if you didn't have a blonde. So, so yeah. So, you know, we, we came a long way. Um, I'm excited to, you know, be here and, and congrats on, you know, everything you got going up. Like, I'll be watching on Instagram and, Super professional, yeah. especially yeah. being here looking yeah. at the studio. So, congrats to y'all! Thank yeah, you, love, thank bro. you. And um, I was listening to uh, your last, not not the uh, sucker free, but the one before that. Yeah, um, prime time, prime time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dang, Mo get kind of deep in his songs. <laughs> I was like, I gotta have him on the show because he not you not afraid to take it there, right. And be vulnerable. Yeah. And um, when I was explaining. This episode, like to some of my friends, they were like, "Music? What does it have to do with mental health?" I'm like, "That's everything. What are you talking about? That's emotions. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't never just played a song and then just cried your eyes out. Like, yeah. what? Music is everything. That's like, real. I feel like music even helped me realize that I needed to go to therapy. Word. And I was listening yep. to Erica Badu, Bag Lady, and I was like, you know, you listen to it when you're a kid, and you're uh-huh. like, oh yeah, I like this song. But when you listen to the lyrics, yeah. I was like, dang. Yeah. All them bags. Yeah. Like, what? Facts. I was like, this is me. Like, I got to get help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, I love music, and I always wanted to do an episode about music. Um, but we're going to get into um, Hate to See It. And um, I wouldn't say I hated to see this. It was kind of different. Mm-hmm. Not different. But uh, um, everybody's talking about the Lil Nas X video for Montero. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I I ain't gonna lie. When I first seen it, I turned it off. I was like, mm, nah, <laughs> "This ain't for me. Nah. This ain't for me." It took me like it took me like a good. What has been out for like two weeks or so now? Yeah, yesterday. Maybe, yesterday yeah. when I was the first time I actually like, all right, let me just check it out. What happened? Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I was just like, "Yo, what?" is this mm-hmm. like what is he trying i'm like i'm trying to look b- beneath the surface like mm-hmm. maybe he has a mm-hmm. message behind the video mm-hmm. but i was just like it's a lot it's yeah. a lot it's a- i never seen anything like it i mm-hmm. mean if he wanted people to talk about it he did what he was trying to do right. but i mean it was just it was a bit much for for me mm-hmm. for me I don't, I don't play around with the devil like i, I don't want none of that <laughs> energy in my no i don't play around with the devil yeah. like no 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 yeah no. i kind of took a similar approach as you like when I first seen it, I, like I, I was taken aback. I'm like, whoa! And then, you know, reading around, I'm like, all right, what is he trying to mm-hmm. say with it? Because I know he, he not just. I mean, he could just be doing that, just you know, right. he, a devil. I didn't. I don't think people are just doing that that are really like devil worshippers, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. I read something where he was like, well, uh, if people are gonna send me to hell for being gay anyway, mm-hmm. then 
Uh, might as well do a music video. Right, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, you know, you never know what people are going through. I, me personally, I, I'm not, like, you know, fucking with all that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I don't, I try not to judge people. Yeah. You know? That's the part right there. That's the part that I would touch on with that video. It's like, everybody got their own truths. You right. know what I'm saying? And if that's the way he want to express himself through his music, then who am I to say because of because I don't believe in what you believe or because I don't like what I've seen in that video, that video shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't make that type of music because right. it offends me. Right. right. If it don't offend you, then you yeah. know, bro, do your thing. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't even offended. I uh-huh. was just like, what? Like, I was just confused. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't even yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is bad. This mm-hmm. is bad. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, y'all got videos of other stuff, doing yeah, drugs, coding, exactly. sipping, yep. whatever. That's like, facts. so, but it was just, it was just different. Mm-hmm. Definitely it's different. very different, mm-hmm. and even the the whole thing with the shoes too. I was like, it got a drop of human blood in it for mm-hmm. real. Like, yeah. I mean, okay, that's a little too far. Yeah, I'm not nah, gonna I don't put know. no. Yeah, I don't know if that was that like 100 percent facts like that. I, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but I know like now like Nike is yeah. like suing him. Yeah, that, um, yeah, for that. I seen that too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So but, like the legal side of it, if he doing something like. You know, promoting something that Nike ain't approved, and you right. make no shoes, and it's like, yeah, you shouldn't make those shoes. But I will say though, there is a community out there that believes, and you know, right. that's their belief. Yeah. So you know, who who, I just kind of, I kind of run into trouble when people place their personal beliefs as society's beliefs, right? Like society's norms, because I believe this. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their own you right. know, reality that we living in. So. Yeah. And, and I heard um, him say like. You know, he tweeted something about, like, this is my freedom of expression and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, how dare Nike say this or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, like, no, Nike does that to other people, too. Like, you can't just use their yeah, logo nah. and use their yeah. likeness nah. without, can't you know, without their approval. Like, this is not a, a Nike collaboration. Yeah. When I seen that, I, I just automatically assumed that, you feel me, like, Nike, Nike was involved in it. It was like, right, it was exactly. so spread out. Like, he, mm-hmm. the way he promoted it, like, I just assumed, oh, Nike must be on board. So when I when I yeah. found out that, you know, they wasn't on board, I'm like, right. I, I don't even know. Because he's, he's at a point where he's such a big artist, like. Anything you do like that, like it's going, you're going to have a lawsuit. Right, it's going, exactly. Yeah, he's not no little artist. So, right. <laughs> yeah, the, people are going to notice. And we we're talking about that earlier before you came. We were like, I think also, too, like Lil Nas X was trying to like outdo himself. You know, because Old Town Road was such a big hit and right. like made all this money and Grammys and all that. It's mm-hmm. like, he's like, how can I top that? You know, what can I do for that wow factor? Right. You know, I feel like that that has something to do with it, too. And I also talked about, too, like since he's like signed to a label, like people had to sign off on this. He yep. didn't just put this That's out. Like true. people had to sign off on this. So it makes me think like it's not totally his fault either. Because it's like he has a team. Yeah. I mean, the label probably like do it. They knew that it was going right. It was going to cause a reaction, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like they say, you know, all all press is is good press, you know? right? So, yeah. So with all that being said, they knew it was going to turn into a reaction, which is going to turn into more money, mm-hmm. right? So exactly. The label was probably like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. 30, 32 million views. <laughs> yeah. So that's, wild. You know, that's like <laughs> yeah. When he when he made that statement, like you know, if y'all telling me I'm going to go to hell anyway, now that I'm like thinking about the video, he. That was a, that was a powerful statement that he was making. He was like, "All right, if y'all telling me I'm canceled or I'm exiled just because of what I believe in personally, then I'm gonna do it my own way. Like when right. I get down there and y'all got this belief, because 
who is to say that he even holds the belief of there is a devil or there is a God, right? right? Yeah. But since y'all saying that, well, when I get down there, watch what I'm going to do to the devil. I don't care. Right. You know right. Yeah. 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 So, like, it it, it was a good expression of right. if yeah. that's what he believes. Like, if that's how he thinks, like, that was right. a great expression of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and he said, like, the song is even about, like, him coming out and mm-hmm. coming to terms with his sexuality. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's his experience. Like you said, like, who am I to judge somebody else's experience? Not to say I agree with I don't. I didn't like I didn't, I mean, yeah. I didn't agree with a lot of it, stuff in there. Like everything you know? ain't for everybody though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't listen to rock music, I don't listen mm-hmm. to heavy metal, but mm-hmm. somebody out there likes that. Right. Somebody yeah. out there is feeling that. Yep. So yep. yeah, I mean, yeah, everything ain't for everybody. But uh <laughs> Hashtag everything ain't for everybody. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially in like the mental health world, like you're gonna have all type of different clients that walk through your doors. Like and if you Man. start off like judging from the jump, you ain't right. gonna, you ain't gonna provide I get so many different clients like Yeah. I I mean I don't wanna give too much away, mm-hmm. but like some of my clients would be like, Yeah, I'm a witch. Yep. I believe in Wicca and I'm like Okay, well, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, educate me. Let me know. I'm like, I never heard of this ever in my life. But you know, exactly. That's not. It's not for me to judge. It's like let, let's let me just help you with the mental health part, exactly. and we can yep. get yep. we can get uh-huh. through it. Um, but yeah, I guess we could end it on that note. We 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 not we not mad at Lil Nas X. Go ahead, do whatever you what it is that you need to do to make your money because he making money. Um, <laughs> but so let's keep it real. The main topic for today is music and music is a coping skill. Music is a healthy coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people say like, I don't need, I don't need therapy. Like, you know, music is my, is my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's writing, whether that's, you know, listening to music or creating, creating beats, whatever it is that yep. you do regarding music um, or even songwriting, mm-hmm. you know, that's the writing is a therapeutic thing in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like we encourage our clients to journal and write about their experiences. Mm -hmm. That's what singers do. That's what rappers do. They write about their experiences and it helps them process what's going on. So also too, like just music, it could, it could pump you up. It could calm you down. Just hearing that beat. Um, If you ever need to relax, like you just put on something like some Janae, you know, or something and just chill out, you know, or if you working out, like you need some, like maybe I'm putting on some pop smoke or some, some Meek Mill, some more mm-hmm. upbeat to get my heart bumping yeah. for my workout. So music is just so universal. Like it really could be applied to anything. So I, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode because just like music is just like, I love listening to music. I will listen to the same song on repeat for like, days me too because i'll be feeling it yeah i'll be feeling it i'm like yo how does this artist know exactly what i'm going through (laughs) how do they know yeah how do they know um so mo you are the you are the artist here you know we we don't do music over here but (laughs) (laughs) um just tell me a little bit how you got started with rapping like what what inspired you to to start rapping yeah so uh Man, I feel like I always been in the music for real. Like, uh, you know, like ever since I was young, because my pops, um, like way back in the day, he was uh, an artist. He was a rapper. Okay. He was signed to uh, Wild Rest Records uh, for a little bit. That was like way back in the day. He's like an entrepreneur now, like doing other stuff. So, mm-hmm. but um, so it just, that just goes to show, like I always kind of been surrounded about, around hip hop. Like I was kind of brought up in hip hop. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, like. 
I think the first um, time I ever like even performed was my fourth and fifth grade talent show at elementary oh, school. Okay. Spit, uh, yeah, hey, what was you talking about? Do you remember? Honestly, I th- the first line in the fourth grade, it was like, I, 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 let me see. I think I was like, uh, I was on some conscious shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was on some conscious shit. I was. I think I was like smoking and drinking is bad for your health. What's the point in doing it if it's not gonna help? So okay, like, okay. <laughs> he was trying to he was trying yeah. to tell the porkers. Oh, like, god. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh god. I be I be drinking like a motherfucker now. Like, <laughs> damn shame. But uh <laughs> But back then, like yeah, that's back what then, kids was talking about. Yeah. They was like, Don't do drugs. Yeah. So that's what you was talking about. Oh god, yeah. And I was yeah, I was on. So uh so yeah, after that, you know, being on stage and like you know, all the parents and kids like, Oh mm-hmm. like being on stage, feeling that energy, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is fire, like this is what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing. So um yeah. just fast forward to uh like high school, mm-hmm. um I dropped a freestyle and uh and then it got on uh, World Star Youth Talent of the Week. Oh, yeah. And it got like, like 300, 400,000 views. So mm-hmm. yeah. once that happened, I'm like, all right, let me start taking this shit seriously. And then right. I started dropping mixtapes. And then, yeah, and then the rest is history. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my start. Um, I'm one of them because I, I, I watch a lot of interviews and like rappers be like, yeah, I just started rapping like, you know, mm-hmm. last year or two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of them artists that like, I really been like, been doing it. Doing right. it, yeah, like for a long time. So um, definitely something that I. That's just been cultivated like over time. So. Right. Yeah. So when you are about to, well, how how, did, how is your songwriting process like? Because I know some people like, oh, we listen to the beat and then we get it, or do you have the idea already and then you get the beat? Like, mm-hmm. how do, how does that go? Like, so it's different every time for me. Um, I feel like majority of my songs happen because I be I make beats as well, so I'll okay. like I'll like get in the studio. I'll start composing the beat and as I'm composing the beat I'm already kind of thinking of um, concepts and melodies or you know flow yeah. types stuff mm-hmm. like that so as I'm making the beat like low key sometimes I get impatient I'm like alright let me hurry up like I may not put all the elements I need to in the beat because I'm like alright let me hurry up and get to this recording so right. so this idea don't go away type right. shit so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so that's how a majority of my songs go but like mm-hmm. I work with a like uh, I have an independent label called Left Field okay. uh, one of the producers on the label Walk. Sometimes he'll send me beats and stuff. So mm-hmm. if he send me the beat, then I might, you know, sit with that, you know, while I'm at work or mm-hmm. somewhere and like really just like, um, you know, write to that over time. So it just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. But I definitely uh, start with the beat on like all all occasions. Oh. I don't. You never. So you never go. I got these lyrics. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just got to find a beat to match it. Throughout the day, like I might like come out with like like I might see something. I'm like, oh, that, uh-huh. that's a fire line. I might write down the line real quick in my yeah. notes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like. I'm not really starting a song right. off that. I like I you might make the beat. Yeah, yeah, I make the beat and then I might go to that note like, oh, I remember I thought of this. Let me put this in here. Right. right. So, okay. But but yeah. have you ever like been in a situation and you like, I gotta make a song about this? All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, bro. Like, cause and my music is really about my life too. Right. Like, so I mean like some a lot of like I would say like ninety nine percent of my life cinema music is about like real experiences mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i do write songs of like other people's experiences like people come to me and tell and like you know if i'm telling a story that's like right. fictional or something like that yeah. Like, right yeah obviously that's not about, but like most of my music comes from like you said like being in a situation like oh shit yeah like or like even if i haven't gone through something like something's been on my mind like mm-hmm. you know like like mm-hmm. you said music is therapy so right if i'm you know dealing with you know whatever i'm dealing with like you know my 
my way of getting it out and expressing it is mm-hmm. you know through writing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what's up. How how important is it for artists to like write their own songs? Because I'm thinking like hey, if I found out yeah. no like if I found out Mary J. Blige didn't write like I'm not gonna cry, I'm gonna feel a little type of way because I was just like I'm with you, Mary. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. not gonna cry, Mary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like if she didn't write that, I'll be like, dang. So mm-hmm. what else she didn't write? Because I, I would say like Mary J. Blige, like she just has this. It's power to evoke emotion out of. I, I don't know if men listen to it, but women for sure. Like you know, like right. My mom was in the backseat. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, if your mama like, playing, yeah, uh, if your mama playing Mary J. Blige back in the day, you know, mom is thinking about something. You yep, know, she going yep, through something. Right. So, like, how, how important to you is it, like, to to write your own, you know, music? That's a complicated question because I feel like, um, you know, some people are born to be stars so Mm -hmm. when i say that i mean like you know their brand is on point like their talent is you know whether they can dress whether they you know when they get on stage like they have that star power right yeah that takes a certain amount of talent it's a lot of artists who are amazing at writing songs amazing vocalists amazing you know lyricists but But, you know they get on stage they don't really have that star power right Star power alone is a is a talent in itself. So if people that have like a genuine and immense star power, and you know they use writers, I don't see a problem with that because okay. it's you know like that's it's. Right. I never thought about it. You feel right. what I'm saying? Like that, is, that in itself is a talent. Yeah, it's it's, it's right. an art in itself. But yeah. uh, but um, you know it definitely means a little more. You know, in right. my book, if you yeah. are writing the music and you're the star mm-hmm. you know it's you kind of in a different league as well right so, yeah um i think you know the artists that may, may not necessarily write other stuff I, I don't think that it takes away from the you music know, the music or the or the feeling like you said the feeling you might feel from it because at the right. end of the day you still felt that feeling right but that's true you may not be as connected to the artist because you you might ah damn i was i felt it because i thought this was coming from you right exactly and my i kind of separate i'm like okay at least you know whoever the writers were that you know they they were so good they were able to invoke that feeling and you got to kind of separate that like look like you know this is a star so so this is this is always my question like the the people that got the ghostwriters, right? Yeah. Like, at what point do they give credit to who wrote their stuff? They don't got to do that? Like, it's not a thing? It depends. So, like, for, like, I think, like, more so with, like, the bigger artists, mm-hmm. um, they'll credit their writers, like, they'll, they'll get writers credits, like, in the songs okay. and stuff gotcha. like that. But, gotcha. like, I know, like, a lot of, like, rappers, uh-huh. you feel me? Like, that's why they call it ghostwriters. Some of them writers, they, they might pay them like a little flat fee. Off right. The, but, but like they, nobody they ever knew. Nobody knew. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody ever knew. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I feel like in hip hop, definitely in hip hop, like having writers is not as accepted because right. it's like hip hop was born off of like being able to like stand on what you wrote. Like, right. 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 like barring yeah. niggas up. Like, and if you had writers, like you feel me, you, it wasn't really, but like with, with singers, like in R and B and stuff, mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a lot more accepted because right. that's yeah, it's like, it might be a, you know, like Beyonce. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. She might have a room of like five writers. Right. Between, but her songs are like... Her songs are fire. And she, like, she has that star power. Exactly. Like, even yeah. just thinking about like... 
I'm thinking of like to the left, to the left. What's yeah? What's mm-hmm. it called? To the left, irreplaceable. That's the name of the song. Yeah. But Neo wrote it, right? But still, yeah. Beyonce performed yeah. it right. and sang yeah. it, and it's like we still feel it. Like you mm-hmm. were still telling that nigga to the left, yeah. But <laughs> it was Neo wrote it, exactly. But yeah, she has that star power to where it don't we don't even care. Yeah. Don't even and care Beyonce, she's like she when it comes to like you know vocal production and stuff like that, like how she be layering her vocals and mm-hmm. like. Just the overall package, like, right. she's already a goat in the right. song making process. So, to me, if she don't write all her stuff, it doesn't make her any less of a goat. Because she yeah. just, you yeah. know, she get on stage, she sound the same. Like, right, exactly. So, like, that's yeah. why I be careful. Like, oh, you don't write your shit. You're not it. You feel me? But, right. Yeah. But, like you said, it's different with hip hop and R&B. Yeah, it is. Like, it's a little different. I'm, I'm thinking, like, the whole thing, even, like, with, with Drake. When like people was finding out he didn't write his stuff, like mm-hmm. people was like, "Nah, he not hard. He not this. He not that." And even like, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it, but it's but just like I, I was kind of upset about with the that. whole Drake thing. I feel like, and even that because he, even Drake is like a mega star. You feel right. what I'm saying? So I do agree. If people was writing his verses, like you know, like the. You know, the, the shit that make you like, all right, that's Drake. That's Drake's flow. That's right. Then I agree. It's like, all right, that's a little bit facade. But right. in my head, like on that song, I can't remember. But like, I think he just got help on the hook. Like, I don't, oh, I don't okay. see, yeah. bro, I don't see like so much problem with that, bro. You get help on the hook. Okay. Yeah. Use a reference track for the hook. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. You, you had writers for that. But like, I don't think that nigga Quentin Miller is writing his whole, <laughs> like his the whole, whole verses, verses and stuff. Yeah, like, I don't verses. like when people try to make it seem like, oh, Drake don't write none of his stuff yeah. anymore. Like, right. I, I be, I be thinking about it from like a, like a business model. Like, mm-hmm. when you get to that level of stardom, like, or any business at, at all, the further you take yourself away from the product, the more money you make, right? So, right. I don't have to spend all of these hours writing these lyrics, and I can hire some people to do it for me, but I'm still getting the capital off of it. Right. Yeah. It's like, I, my, my reputation is getting a little damaged, but my money is growing. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I'll be looking at it that's from an entrepreneur. Yeah, I'll be yeah. looking at it from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Like, And to be honest, that's how a lot of the producers do it. Like, like yeah. Mustard, he might have, like, you know, five, ten producers under him because he mm-hmm. can't be in the studio making them beats all day like yeah. he used to. Right. So, yeah. all them producers kind of, you know, they, they give him the beats and he put the Mustard tag on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. He may not have necessarily made the beats, but, you know, he's paying them exactly. off of him having exactly. that Mustard name and having the connections mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. so, I wanted to ask you, too, like, how do you balance like because I feel like your music has a balance of like feel good music and then like conscious stuff like how do you I guess choose what you do more of because not everybody you know loves the conscious rappers you know right. what I'm saying like right. even like the difference between like Kendrick and Drake like Drake is this big star and so is Kendrick but mm-hmm. Kendrick stuff is a little more conscious you really right. gotta think when you listening to it so yeah. like how do you I guess keep your integrity Right, yeah, so I used to struggle with that, especially when I, like, when I first got to Hampton, because before I got to Hampton, I was just a super lyrical, miracle, barry, like, I got the best bars type rapper. Right. I got to Hampton, and uh, I did uh, Hampton Idol my freshman year, I don't know if you remember that, um, and and I lost, and I'm like, damn, like, but then, like, when I see, like, why I lost, it was because I was I went up there, and I, I was spitting the hottest shit, but the person I lost to, like, they actually had a song that, like, people could, like, Dance to and stuff. Yeah, oh, they okay. had background dances. Catchy. I'm like, bro, they, yeah, like that's why I love. They had the whole production right. vibe. So ever since then, I'm like, all right, I got, go, I got to get my songs up. So that's mm-hmm. when I start paying attention to my hooks and like, you know, like really like 
um, mastering song structure. So with that being said, like when I was started kind of like mastering song structure, I kind of was like, damn, I don't want to lose like my integrity of like, you know, like what I came up off yeah. of. Right. Like, yeah. The so, lyrical part. Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of chalked that up to like me being like, I pride myself on being versatile, like mm-hmm. okay. being able to, you know, kind of do it all. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. if you listen to my album, I guarantee you it's going to be something on there for you. You might not like right. all of them, but it's going to be something on there that you're going to resonate with. Right. So yeah. I kind of, uh, I use that as like my, um, you know, my, like that's something that makes me unique, you right. know, yeah. being able to appeal to a wider audience right you know it's like it's a lot of artists where i feel like they have their sound Mm -hmm. and people go to them when they want that sound but like you go to me when you want like you know a lot of different sounds right right you got the little the little party songs and you got the you you got some love songs a lot of love songs i was like okay mo and i used to like tease him like when he used to Uh. sing He used to try to sing. I'd be like, Mo, like, your voice cracking. And then, like, now he got a whole album hey, just man. him singing. Yep. I was Come like, on, okay, you done, you done worked on it. And I love um you and Heather. Like, y'all chemistry, like, man. man. I'm just like, y'all just sound so, y'all, like, mm-hmm. y'all go together, like, on the beat. You know what I'm saying? Word, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> like, that. Yeah. We, uh... I tell Heather this all the time. If she moved to L.A., like, we, we would be platinum by now. But, like, our chemistry right. in the studio yeah. is just unmatched like right. we, we made session like like a month and a half two months type shit and it's like what some of the most stream music i have out type right shit. So yeah it just goes to show like that energy in the studio translated like mm-hmm. you know and it's to a broader audience because i think like more women were probably exactly. listening yeah, more because right. it's like it's love songs about sex it's about this yeah and it's like we could relate to that so we gonna listen to it more oh, so yeah women I, are my most uh loyal fan base though really yeah i'll be looking at my analytics i have a lot of women fans wow yeah, i wonder why that is because you because you be talking about real stuff we be like yeah. we be feeling yeah, like, it yeah especially like dudes nowadays they want to hear you killing yeah how much drugs you pushing True. right bitches hoes Chains, money, like I'll be listening to that shit too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Me too, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like we don't really like conscious. Uh, yeah, that's cool. But right. you know, what right. the guns at, bro? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Oh god. Yeah. And women love like love songs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I yeah. love love songs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of your songs, um, I'm just me. You were kind of talking about um choosing between like that corporate life and the rap life. And I wanted to ask you, like, how do you deal with that? Because, you know, you did go to Hampton, you got your master, you got your MBA, and you you could have went that way into that corporate life and everybody else is doing that and, you know, getting money and all that. But you wanted to, you know, I guess concentrate on your art more. So, so how do you Definitely. deal with that? Like, just seeing that, like seeing people, you know, graduate and get all the money and the business and all that. Man, that like when they, when we talk about post grad uh, depression and stuff like that, like that's a lot of the thoughts that was going through my head. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially like my last year at Hampton, like like having my like pursuing my MBA. Like, I'm like, what what am I doing this for? Like, I know right. I'm not about to be in somebody's bank. I know I'm yeah. not about to be yeah. wearing a suit every day. Like, I, that's just not me. You feel right. me? So, mm-hmm. with that being said, like when I when I finally graduated. I kind of found myself like in this little like slump because I was like, like you said, like all of my friends, all of my classmates, they was getting corporate jobs, right? Yeah, six figures. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm at home, like you know, with my pops. Like, 
I ain't even moved out yet type right. shit. So like you know, mm-hmm. especially with Instagram, you start comparing Ooh, and like all of that. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, you feel me? So once that once that was happening, I was just like, you know what? Like you know, like you said, I just started like writing about it and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I kind of came to the uh, you know the realization. I mean, obviously, everybody, you know, they go at their own pace. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, has a different journey. So, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, learning that and accepting that um, has helped me to kind of grow from that. And then also, like, uh, you know, like, I like working on, continuously working on me. Like, nobody can do me better than me type shit. Right, so, right. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, so with that being said, like, I'm in a position now where, you know, I'm, you know, working at one of my dad's businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got, you know, a whole independent label. Um, I got... Uh, you know, merch and everything lined up. So like, I got things going for myself. Or like, right. I feel yeah. like once I start putting the focus on everything around me and not com- not uh, comparing myself to you know what everybody else doing, right. that's when I started to really flourish. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you hear advice like that all the time. Like, bro, worry about you. Don't worry about what other people. Right. Think. Exactly. But it's kind of hard sometimes to take that when like you know when you're going through it. Right. You know? And also Hampton, like it's it seems like everything's a competition sometimes. Like. Yeah. Definitely. When we're there, but then like when you graduate, you realize like that shit not even that important. Not even real. <laughs> like Bro, we I, we created, we were in a bubble literally. Right. Yeah. And like when you graduate and you move to your different cities and everything, you realize like this ain't all what it's cracked up to be. Because right. it's like uh-huh. even the people with the jobs, with the all all this getting all this money, they're not fulfilled. Right. Like, cause I even thought that, like, I got my master's in social work. Like, I'm a therapist. I'm doing what I want to do, and I still be like, wait, this is it? Like, right. this mm-hmm. is what we gonna do? Nine to five in traffic? Like, go home, wake up, do it again? Like, I was just like, this yeah. can't, this can't yeah. be what I study all them hours for. Like, yeah. for real. So, I, I'm, I'm glad that you, you know, focused on your art and, and focused on what's really gonna make you happy instead of just chasing the bag chasing right after. Money, yeah, because yeah, it's just like. Nobody has it all together right after graduation. Like, right. it's just not realistic. I don't know why, like, Hampton, like, put that in our heads. Like, that we're just supposed to have it all together as soon as we graduate. But that's just not realistic. It's you said not. something good about fulfillment. Like, like that's really the, that that's, you know, the hammer on the nail. Like, right. you feel me? Like, what's going to fulfill you is doing something that you love and mm-hmm. something that you, that brings you happiness. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Chasing the money, like and doing all that, that's that's not gonna bring you any fulfillment at all. Right, so like right. yeah. once I kinda had that realization, I'm like, okay, well, you know, like at the end of the day, at least like, you know, I'm you know, I'm passionate. You right. Feel me? Like, yeah. I have a yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So And that's gonna get you to the back. So like you, you talk about people that you know come out of grad school and they get they do what their degree is telling them. they chasing the check because it's like you working for somebody you know what I'm saying like right, if I yeah. take the time to personally invest in what it is that I'm eventually I'm gonna get to the bag that I want to be able to bring in to provide for other people right okay. right I don't, I don't really like you know I was you went through the whole post grad graduate process but then you still following somebody else's you know, dream that they built. You yeah. Know right. So it is yeah. a lack of fulfillment. You there. realize that, like, this is not really my dream. Yeah, like, this right. is what I was you kind of programmed to yeah. do, but this is not what's going to fulfill me and what makes me happy. Right. And no knock to anybody doing it because a lot of people, they use it as a stepping stone. So, yeah. like, right. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you use yeah. that, you no. know, you, you, you know, you get your paper right. And then, you know, after that, you mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, find something that you're more aligned with and passionate about than. You know, kudos to that. Right. Like, I, I respect anybody that's, you know, 
if you corporate, you feel me, you using that as a stepping stone, like, yeah. I respect it. You feel mm-hmm. me? I use my job to fund this podcast. Like, right. y'all think I would afford <laughs> all this without that's, my that's job? Exactly that's exactly what I was yeah. say. Like, if you using it, because your job is, like, security. Right. You know, that's, oh, that's God. Yeah. In every week, yeah. every week, you know what I'm saying? So, if you... If, I I just dislike when people only focus on the work that they do. Like yeah, you got right. so much other aspects life. of yourself yeah. that you can explore, other things that you're interested in, and you're right. allowing work does do that to you though, because mm-hmm. a lot of hours that go into it. You got to think about your sleep, right? right. You know, the time you're there, you got to think about the time to take the commute there. So mm-hmm. it can take away a lot from you. Um, but if you got dreams, man, I say you still gotta you gotta give some some of your time to your dreams at right. least. Right. And if you're really passionate about it. You you can't. It's not gonna die. Like it's yeah. not just gonna. You're right. not gonna kick it to the side. Like mm-hmm. you could be doing anything with your Saturday right now. But right. like you passionate about it, so yeah. you're here. Yeah. Right. You feel me? So yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about one more song, the addiction song, because you know okay. I we talked about this. Yeah, I was you like, did. Whoa, like she me up randomly. I'm like, yeah. you be listening to my music, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, it really was random, but it was just like. When you were talking about, you talked about social media, you talked about sex on there. Um, what what was, what stood out the most to me was you were saying like people think addiction is just, you know, weed or, or drugs or alcohol, whatever. But it's like we face addictions every day. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wanted to know like what was the inspiration behind creating that song? Man, me being addicted to social media, like noticing, like realizing I was addicted to social media, like like to the point where like, as soon as I was waking up, yeah. like I was checking the gram. I'm right. like, yeah. Before we had the gram, bro, like we was waking up and we was, you know, brushing Going, our teeth. Right. Like, yeah. Now it's like, I, you know, being in that consistent. Uh, you look at my notifications. Mm-hmm. What's, what's but the first thing we do, like mm-hmm. or the first right. thing I do, type type thing. So. Once I realized that, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like everybody's kind of going through that. Like, right. You feel me? Like, uh, and then my dad actually said something. Um, like a long time ago, he was like, he he read, he read something or heard something. Somebody was describing addiction, and it was like addiction is like having your phone in your pocket and it's buzzing, keep going off, but you can't ever check the notification. Or sorry, overcoming addiction is having like your phone or something in your mm-hmm. pocket and it's buzzing, notifications going, you hearing it, but you can't ever check your phone. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. damn, like that's crazy. Like, can right. you imagine like having your phone? You can never check it. Like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. once uh you know that that was kinda like the spark and then you know just kinda realizing that. And then the second verse, um, you know, just talking to like some people that I know that like, you know, they like having realization that they actually like addicted to sex. Like right. to the point where it's like they are like they need like, you know, they can't get it, they not in a relationship, they like, you know, using people for sex. Like mm-hmm. right. so it's yeah. uh you know, just like just kinda putting it out there like addict Addiction is not only like drug addiction, right? Yep. Alcoholism, yep. like it's yep. it's prominent yep. everywhere. Too much of anything is bad for you. Right. So that was kind of the the main inspiration behind it. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Social media is like uh, it's like a gift and a curse almost because it's like I need social media to promote the podcast and mm-hmm. like business mm-hmm. ideas and all that. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, like you ever get like the weekly reports on your phone, be like you were on I your mean, phone seventeen yeah. percent more mm-hmm. than last week, and I'll be like, damn, I was on my phone for this many <laughs> hours of the day. Yeah. Like I used, I had, I had to start putting timers on my social media apps because now you could do like individual apps. You could put like limit this to one hour per day or thirty oh, minutes I per day. Yeah, you could do that. On I need to look into that. Yeah, know. yeah. So I had to start doing that because 
then I was like not doing my work, especially working from home. Yeah. Like I, I could be on my phone for hours mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, damn, it's almost five o'clock. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yep, yep, so, yep. yeah, like social media. Mm, yeah. And I, then it's like the you got to be mindful who you following too, because you'll be just scrolling and it just be a whole bunch of like when you look up, you're like, all right, what what did I even what did <laughs> right. I even look at? Like exactly. there's a whole bunch of yeah, yeah. shade that's room that's and that's Hollywood that's unlocked that's and like it's just like, bro, it's just drama and just right. not stuff you should be filling your mental with. My right. dad always say like, you know that the the devil, you know the devil his his uh his objective is to get you to drift and like, you know when you're drifting, you're like that's when you're like you know. Uh, you know, on the shade room, just looking yeah, at right. like you know stuff yeah. like that, like because that's when that don't matter, don't really matter, because mm-hmm. that's where your mind is just you know idle type mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, like you said, like I, I'm gonna have to uh, take your advice, put them little timers on it, because I be yeah. I be on the ground, just getting lost in like <laughs> doing nothing, right? Like yeah, like I, I've had to do that too. Like where like let me really examine who I'm following. What I'm consuming, yep. because it's just like if I'm looking at all this stuff that's just not right or makes me feel self-conscious about myself mm-hmm. and the whole comparison thing, it's just like should I really be looking at that every single day, yeah. all hours of the day? Probably not. And um, the thing that that's I guess our generation, I feel like we're at a point since we didn't start off with social media. Like mm-hmm. when we were kids, we didn't have social media. So we kind of, we're able to recognize like, okay, we're doing too much, but I feel sad for like the younger kids because they just grew up with social media yeah. and they're just like, yeah. they're on a whole nother level, like of addiction with the social media and even their yeah. self esteem goes into, Oh, well they said this about me online. They said this about me. They, they see all these different things and it's just like, you know, it's sad because I work with kids. So a lot of times they be like, they bullied me on this and they, and mm-hmm. it's like, they don't have that discernment that we have because right. we're older. We didn't grow up with that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, y'all just limit y'all kids on, on social media because they, they need to be outside. They need to be reading or something because mm-hmm. that's just not good for your mental health, honestly. And I would say as parents, like you got to be the example for your kids. So, you know, you can't be telling your kid, to, you know, you need a less screen time, but the whole time you like, Get right. off that phone, girl. Get off <laughs> yeah. that phone, boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta set the, you gotta example, set the example for sure. But. And it's, it's even crazier because, like, I feel like people like not even really living in the moment no more. Like, they trying to I'm like, telling you, as bro. soon as something crazy happened or yeah. something good, like the first thing we do, oh my god, let me. That's fact. Right. You're not even really. Hey, have y'all seen um? <laughs> Uh, that new movie out on Netflix called like Bad Trip or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 I seen it. The, it oh, she, she was, it, she was. It's like pranks. It's like so. It's like real people. You know, they was pranking and they was actually making a movie of it. And Tiffany Haddish was hanging um, the dude. I forget. His, I forget the actor name, but he was hanging him off the about, off the edge, like about to kill him. Oh, First thing yeah. people did was like, "Oh my god, somebody help!" <laughs> right? No, call nine one one. Like call, somebody you... call nine one one. Like your phone right there. You right need to record. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah, take your energy. It take a lot of energy away from you when you're yeah. actually focusing so much on what's on your phone. All that, yeah. all that toxic stuff. Like, right? I noticed that at concerts. Like, like you know, when we when we could do concerts, right. you know, Shout out the COVID era, but you know, before the COVID era and everything, like going to concerts and like, you know, my song come on. Like the first, I like I just remember like first thing I want to do, pull out my phone and record. I'm like, why can't I just turn up? Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? right? Like, enjoy the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the moment because we're so focused on capturing the moment. It's yeah. like we don't even enjoy it in real time. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, take a break and put your phone down. Um, 
But I have one more question, and this is kind of like, this is different for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to create a playlist, and I want each of you guys to give me a song to put on this feel good playlist. So this is like a song that you just, whenever you put this on, you just be like, yes, like this is it. Like this is going to make me feel happy. This is going to, you know, just get my blood pumping. Like maybe something like you could wake up to that's Mm going to set your day off. Right. So, um, I'm going to have, I'm, Twan, you could go. You could go. <laughs> I'm like, who want? Who do I yeah. want to choose the first? first track, the first track that I can think of that I've been really vibing out to is uh, "Living Pepper Freestyle." Straight okay. Rick Ross. Like, uh, not I. Yeah. I never lived the lyrics, like the lyrics. But I'm like, dang, I want. I want that. Right. He said, "Private villas only. We don't go near a resort." And right. I was booking my resort, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let me. Can I do that right now? <laughs> But it's like, nah, I can't, but yeah, I want that's to. Straight, that's Word. straight money. Like, that's we can't do money. that. Yeah. But he said he ran out private villas. I was like, I felt that one. I ain't did it, but I feel it. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would put that one on there. Yeah, niggas on Airbnb, villas. Um, yeah, right. like, villas. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Right. right. <laughs> that's above your pay grade. That's above your pay grade. Um, I'm trying to think. For my song, I've been jamming to... Uh, uh, Leave the door open. <laughs> you took mine. Because I'll be jamming yeah, on that. Is, that. Like, Bruno dad. Mars and uh, mm-hmm. Anderson Pack. like, they got something special. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait till the actual, you know, project comes out, because I'm going to be jamming that for sure. I love that song. I, it, it puts me in a good mood automatically. Bruno Man, Mars is a vibe. Yeah. He's a vibe, bro. Hey, Anderson Pack too. Shout out AP. Um, yeah. Man. Uh, can it be an older song? Yeah, yeah. All right, since you said Mary J, My Life by Mary J. Blige, I feel like if you start your day off with my life, like, you're going to have a good day. Like, mm-hmm. especially when she say, uh, and if you don't believe in me, just believe in he. Okay, when, okay. When she, do that, when she do that part, bro, I'll be, I just, I, you know, you feel it. Like, right. it's really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some, right. of, so, some of this music lift your hairs up. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Mary J is definitely one of those artists. Um, but, <laughs> Tell the people like where to follow you and where to download your music and all that good stuff. What you got going on? Definitely. Uh, so you can follow me at Mo Thorough, uh, all you know, streaming platforms: Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. That's M O T H O R O. And right now, I uh, I just actually completed my my uh, my next album. Ooh. We did a uh, yeah. So yeah, it's fire. So I can't I can't wait for y'all to hear. We got to release date. Um, or I'm scared. <laughs> We had exclusive. Yeah, nah. We actually had a release date, but we uh we had to push it back because um I actually just got off of a crowdfunding campaign that I did. Oh, okay. I was raising um ten thousand dollars in capital for like my album rollout, mm-hmm. and we hit the we hit the ten thousand dollar deadline in like five days. So hey, and, that's, and like that's dope. it was supposed to be like for a month. So mm-hmm. once that happened, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like getting everything together as far as like reward tiers for people that donated, mm-hmm. right. and then also um. You know, PR marketing campaigns for mm-hmm. the for the album, videos for the album. So, we talked to a PR marketing uh, campaign person like last week, and they're like, "Well, you know, the release date you ha- that you had, we got to kind of push that back to kind of do everything that we want to do." So, right, yeah. yeah. Being that you know, I'm taking this big step using you know, can't rush real capital. You know exactly. What I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for real, for real. So we pushing it back a little bit, but definitely out this year. Um, and yeah, other than that, you know, shooting videos. Um, definitely after the album drops, I'm trying to collab with, you know, a lot of, a lot of people around the city. So, uh, you know, get at me if you're a young artist, you know, producer, whatever, like get at me. I'm 
definitely down to collab. And then, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what's up with me. All right. Well, thank you for coming. Um, I really enjoyed this episode, and we just got to talk about music and different stuff. And um, follow us on double underscore what's good with you. Um, subscribe to our YouTube page and, you know, download the episode. And uh, anything else? That's it. Hey, y'all keep the love and the peace. We'll see what's good with y'all next week. All right.